Listen in the old bayou Find your favorite fishing pole Find out where's the next honey hole Only on the top rock fishing show Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm Tony Landry along with Ricky Watkins. Morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. Anyway, for our weekly uh, fishing and hunting show, welcome to Kane Radio, FM BAM 107.5 and AM 1240. And as always, well, the purpose of the show is to keep our listeners updated with fishing and the hunting in the area, along with Louisiana and stories around the USA and the world. And, Rick, uh, these are the fine people, the reason we're here each Friday. Right, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, Home Run Pizza, and our new sponsor, Raging Cajun Seasonings and Foods. And if you'd like to give us a call, of course, the number, you got to dial that area code, 337, and it's 367-1240. You can also listen to us online. That's right at www.kane1240.com. Anywhere in the world, if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa, play Kane 1240. You may also listen to Kane on any accessible Internet device. We're live here at the studios at uh, 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is open. And, of course, uh, I think uh, today, last day of school for kids. So be on the lookout for them this weekend. They'll be all over the place, as they are on most weekends. But next week, uh, also, uh, they'll be around. So uh, drive safely. Uh, uh, as you see kids running in and out of the street, whether they're playing ball or soccer or whatever the case oh, yeah, may the be. Park, right? The park should be busy and, and people getting ready to uh, take vacation, Tony. That's right. Yep. Anyway, uh, Rick, uh, freshwater, saltwater fishing was shaking, my man. Tony, I've been hearing a lot of good reports. I was telling you before we came on the air about Henderson. Uh, now, I don't know exactly where, but usually this, this water stays the soccer uh A couple of my buddies over there, they're kind of, you know, keeping it tight-lipped where they catch him. But, I mean, Henderson is a vast area, and uh, they sent me some good pictures, uh, some good catches of Sakale. And, uh, like I said, at this water level, it, Henderson usually starts to take off about this time of year. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, it's taken off uh, sometime uh, this morning, uh, around 6 a.m. when I pulled up uh, the uh, information, uh, the Water right now at Butte La Rose is at 10.7 feet, and uh, by the time that we hit uh, the first weekend in June, it's going to be below 9 feet. So uh, that's a pretty good drop, you know, for 8 to 10 days, yep, Rick. they pulled the plug, huh? <laughs> it looks like it. Yep. They do things that we don't know where the water comes right. from. Well, that and we got a little light. I heard Jeff saying earlier, a little north breeze, so that, you know, the, the water also drains a little quicker with the north wind pushing it. But uh, I guess it's a good thing for the basin. I I don't know if it's going to – every now and then we get a year like this, Tony. It, it, it'll level up and down, but it doesn't really get high. And maybe this will be one of those years. I don't know. You well, know, we have to, just have to wait and see. You, like I know, in the basin, uh, water's not very low, but lower. Yeah. Uh, it's great for fishing, too, oh, oh, uh, yeah. in that regard. So uh, hopefully a lot of people will take advantage of it. Uh, I know you, in some regards, you don't like to see the water move too fast down. You right. Know? But uh, in the meantime, uh, all good signs right now, yeah. too, Rick. And, Tony, they're working on the uh, the locks, okay? that I just thought about that. So they may be diverting some water uh, around from, uh, you know, diverting not, not so much into the spillway but around the spillway because they're, they're doing a project on the locks right now. I noticed uh, about two weeks ago I went uh, down towards Sheraton, 
and uh, they got a big project going on with the lock, so I forgot about that. So maybe they're, they're diverting the core, you know, is diverting some of the water so they can work on the locks. Could it be just maintenance work? Too, oh no, they, they they got big, okay. uh, they got big crew over there, big cranes, uh, a lot okay. of a lot of big equipment. Yeah, they, they're doing something with the locks. Speaking of construction, yeah, guess what opened this week? What's the Butler Rose uh, the oh, Bridge. Oh, they did? Okay. It opened yeah, Tuesday, I believe. So yeah. you people that enjoy uh, traveling along the Levee Road. and uh, yeah, I bet it's nice. It took a while yeah, to do it. Yeah, uh, they had an old yeah. pontoon bridge there forever. Right. Yeah. I'd probably have been there since after the 27 oh, flood. Was, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, but I know it's a drive I like to take occasionally, drive that Levee oh, yeah. Road. and Actually, cross, when I go uh, to Baton Rouge, Tony, I go that way because, you? you know, yeah, just, like you said, just a scenic route, and, and it's a, smooth, a nice, smooth road. Yeah, it is. And there also looking at some still some upgrades so it might be shut down a day or two in the future but uh in the meantime uh they have opened it up i know a lot of people in the butler rose area yeah. must be happy about that oh, uh yeah. with that because they had to go all the way around i-10 and get off and come back to butler rose so uh just yeah. a little information uh with that with the bridge being open so uh anyway rick i know you uh, i don't know if you've been fishing lately but uh what you're hearing is working for people right now well like i said tony they're catching uh they were catching Shine, uh, shiners, uh, using shiners, catching some nice sockeye across from uh, Sherrington. The water bumped up, and now it's, it's falling back down. So I, I, I haven't heard. Uh, and then last week I didn't get to go. I'm gonna try to go this weekend, being a holiday. Uh-huh. And uh, like I said, Henderson is, is right now. I haven't heard much about Spanish Lake. I don't know about you. And in the saltwater side, um, a couple of my buddies that that usually gives me a little info on that, they're going to take a, a, a trip out of venice this weekend and going tuna fishing and uh he was talking about four foot seas i said oh y'all, y'all can have that bro i don't <laughs> you know that's that that's who that's, that's high water and uh that's big water down there tony so but getting back locally i haven't heard too much uh it shouldn't be long the speckled trout should be uh should be kicking off but like i said right now henderson is uh has been the talk of the town so to speak tony yeah, well, uh, speaking of kicking off, uh, boy, this weekend is the big re- weekend a lot of people wait for. And I'm talking about the Star Rodeo yeah. kicks off uh, the big fishing season this weekend with uh, Red Snapper and all. And it all starts uh, at the end of the week, and that's today, the opening of the uh, recreational Red Snapper season. And a few new rules that allow everyday fishing for this prize offshore species, you know, and uh Yet, uh, not the weekends only now, You like the past years, uh, right. but seven days a week, opportunity for fishermen. You must have that free fee uh, recreational offshore landing permit. You need to get one if you're going to do red snapper. And, and uh, it's a permit to take the red snapper. And the fish must measure 16 or more inches. And there's a three-day, uh, a three-day, a three-per-day limit yeah. uh, of the red snapper. So, uh, right. and of course, with that, the star tournament kicks off. It's the CCA, Louisiana's biggest event. It runs through Labor Day and, as usual, comes with the lure of over three-quarter of a million dollars in prizes, folks. And it's the 29th year this has been happening. So the big prize money, you need to uh, be a member of CCA. So you got to join the CCA, I think 30 bucks or so. Right. Then you got to sign up for the tournament. And, man, I mean, the things they give away, that, that uh, Chevrolet uh, Silverado, along with uh, Nautic Star Bay Boats, uh, rigged with Mercury Outboards, Gator Tail Boats, Kayaks. they got Ladies' Division, Children's Division. they got four well-built uh, uh Boats, uh, Mercury outboards, plus tackle packages running into the thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. Several offshore uh, species categories. And uh, as I mentioned, there's an entry fee, and you must be a CCA member, but the registration is quite easy. 
to do and all. Make sure you got a fishing license too. That's uh, uh, oh yeah, due to the fact. So uh, with that, uh, it's just uh, something that uh, takes place each year. And let's see, Rick. You know, usually, you know, they throw those hundred uh, tag redfish into the water, and uh, we've had people. It seems like it's almost the first weekend that someone catches that tag redfish yeah. and, and wins that uh, Chevy Silverado. But uh, you got to pass that polygraph test too. And I think that comes down to all catches that when you land a nice fish or whatever in whatever category, and uh, you're gonna have to take a polygraph. Oh, I'm yeah, pretty when sure. You're looking at a, oh yeah. You need a big a big prize like that, Tony. Yeah, and you yeah. you know you got it's almost you have to do it. Oh yeah. And uh, in the meantime, too. Uh, it's just something that uh, comes into play, and uh, man, they got categories. You can go to everybody's got access to some kind of computer uh, right. or laptop or whatever, and go to it, look it up. It's not hard, folks. It's a lot of fun. There's prizes out there for everybody uh, and kids. Man, I think uh, they still run the academy. If you register your child and he catches a fish, he's got a chance to win a nice boat and all. Yep. And the four different divisions being the east, southeast, uh, southwest, and west. So uh, a lot of opportunity to win a lot of prizes. So uh, I'd like to see people register and all. Anyway, also, you know, with uh, with this kicking off uh, Memorial Day weekend, a lot of rodeos coming up. So uh, in July, and put on your fishing calendar, of course, yeah. the Iberia Rod and Gun Club Fishing Show uh, is uh, yeah. set. Also, you got the Golden Medal for Sean Tarpon Rodeo, along with the granddaddy of all rodeos. And everybody knows the International Grand Isle Tarpon Rodeo. So uh, it's uh, a lot of rodeo seasons up and about, too, Rick. And uh, if you like to fish saltwater, boy, they're out there, too, of yep, course. that time. Yep. And we have our local uh, bass club members, uh, the hog fight, the Wednesday night hog fights. Uh, as uh, Mike Senator gives us a call uh, every other win- uh, Friday. Yeah, and it's coming Wednesday. We're going to be fishing. I'm going to try to fish Tony out of uh, Mead Point. Okay. So, yeah. That should be interesting, too. So, uh, yeah, it should be good with the water falling. Uh, should, should should hopefully see some uh, some good weights finally. Yeah, you're right. So uh, with that, uh, and hopefully uh, with the saltwater fishing, hopefully uh, the water can clear up a little bit, and hopefully uh, we'll have some uh, good times this summer with uh, with uh, speckled trout and along with the redfish and, and uh, all that. But uh, it should be interesting in that regard too, uh, uh, Rick. So uh, I know um, uh, people are looking forward to it, but. Uh, I also want to remind folks about their recreational license auto renewals beginning June 1st. So uh, you people that had your auto renewal on there and your licenses and all, I brought this up each week. This will be the last week I'll talk about it since uh, by the time we come back, we'll be into June uh, next Friday. So uh, with that, uh, log into your profile, louisianaoutdoors.com, and verify. You know, you can put that uh, fishing license on your L.A. wallet, too, along with uh, your shot card, your driver's license, and other opportunities you have it's free the la wallet to my knowledge uh i don't think there's a a, a a cost and also in the louisiana outdoors account you know they do hit you with a little uh purchase price uh convenience fee for five dollars for your stored cord so folks uh, a lot of opportunity out there for you and also uh yep. anyway just uh just uh, stay on top of that and uh also, uh, I misplaced it maybe, but uh, I'll get it. Maybe we'll go to our second segment. But uh, also, uh, Rick, it's, you know, with the summer season beginning, too, it's time to check your boat before you go afloat. Yeah, you know, it's uh, a lot of 
Yeah, got, you know, got it, quite a few things to check, Tony. You know, a lot of people, even though they have a lot of people that fish year-round and uh, keep their boat up and all, but, yeah. you know, for those people that uh, their boat's been sitting up since maybe last September because you went duck hunting or deer hunting or uh, with family uh, things to do and uh, and all and honeydews, but uh, now's the time you haven't run your boat in, say, eight, nine months. It's, yeah, time, to check to, your, yeah. it's time to check your boat. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and look at some early season maintenance uh, chores you may have, inspections, make sure your stickers are in place and all and uh, updated. Uh, the, the trailer time to check the bearings and the tires and all that and play ball. How many times you see a boat on the side of the highway with a, a wheel missing, whether it be a flat yeah. or bearing problems. Right. And uh, engine, fuel, fuel, uh, the hull. Uh, and the most important thing is the personal flotation devices to make yeah. sure they're all good and not stale or weathered or whatever the case may be, Rick, and you know as well as I do. And one thing a lot of people forget about, man, have you a paddle in your boat? Yep, and, you're right. And make sure you got two if you, you're fishing with somebody else or a friend coming along with you. Uh, it's just little things like that. You know, when something goes wrong, you go, well, I did not check that yeah. you know, before I left. And you know, Tony, you can. That, that's a good uh, thing you brought that up. E- even though you got everything in, in uh, say, ship top shape, uh, if you have, do have engine trouble, and that's happened to me last year, I had to get pulled in. Thank God I, I couldn't call, but I was able to text somebody because we were so far out. And uh, yes, we were. You know, we were we were coming back in, and uh, sometimes you just can't you can't help it if you have engine trouble. So you're right; it's good to have two paddles in the boat. You're right. Yeah, and yeah. not only that, make sure you got an extra rope or something yeah. on, on, oh, yeah. on the boat always, besides always you just your, your yeah. line, you know, to attach to your uh, yeah. your trailer. But uh, those little things like that. Uh, you know, especially if your engines hadn't started in months, yeah. too, you know. Number one thing today, Tony, is the fuel. You got you know, you know, you almost need to run it at least once a month. Just let it run for like five minutes and turn it off because it's fuel today with the separation of the fuel and, and the water. It's, I mean, it's just it's heck on the engines. Yeah, and just also attach a water hose, uh, like you said, the intakes and all that, uh, just to get water running through it before the engine if you wish to check it at home. But a quick run to the boat launch. You know, just check it out and all. Be sure your your batteries, you know. Yeah. Since you haven't run it. And they don't make them like they used to, Tony. (laughs) That's Uh, right. That's right. Batteries used to last a while, but today you'd be lucky maybe two or three years. I've I've had to change mine, and and mine's getting close to being changed. They just don't make them like they used to. That's right. And also, when you're going to look, make sure the connections are good and your wiring's okay and there's no corrosion. That's right. Uh, Believe it or not, a little bit of Coca-Cola does a great job of getting rid of WD-4. (laughs) That's right. Gets rid of some of that. uh, Like you said, keep the connections. Connections clean because when they start corroding, Tony, that brings heat, and heat's not a good thing. Yeah, and that acid buildup's not good, you know. So uh, just those little things like that, uh, Rick, uh, with uh, make sure your coupling's good and all with your trailer and uh, just going over a few things. Because, you know, when something sits for six, eight months uh, oh, yeah. without being used, uh, whether it be a car, yeah. a boat, uh, uh, a motorcycle, whatever. I mean, just the little things that come into play That's in right. that regard. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully, uh, try to head off trouble. That boy, you said a mouthful too. Uh, in that regard, anyway, the Bassmaster Elite, uh, the final five uh, for the Waterberg Bassmaster Classic, uh, had a few uh, Louisiana anglers up there uh, with that. Uh, the the best uh, we had uh, was uh, Logan Latuso uh, from Gonzales. He finished twenty second. Caleb uh, came in forty first. Uh, 
at thirty-two point two, uh, it won about ten thousand dollars. But you sometimes you wonder if that's enough even to cover your expenses up there at the time. But yeah. uh, Caleb Summerall uh, came in all right. Some others, Derek Hudnall from Zachary, along with uh, Daryl uh, Gleason and uh, Greg Hackney from Gonzalez, uh, uh, finished seventy-seventh. So uh, overall, big bass was nine point four pounds and point. Uh, Nine pounds and four ounces in that. Uh, so, uh, but uh, a tournament and also uh, the winning prize too. Uh, Will Davis of, I guess Salacuga, Alabama. Is that right? Salacuga. Sixty-two, yeah. 62 pounds, one hundred thousand yeah. dollars too. Uh, oh, yeah. Nice, nice payday yeah. for fishing. So, uh, in that up in the Bassmaster Classic uh, held in uh, up on Lay Lake uh, with anglers. So. Uh, uh, just to keep people informed, I know uh, we'd like to see Caleb do a little bit better. Yeah, it's yeah, this some of those lakes are tough to fish, Tony. Yeah, and just when I'm thinking about it, too, more about it, Rick, with the wear and tear on a boat, motor, trailer, you know, uh, those are just little things. It's a safety check, you know, yeah. with your lights, everything else. Make sure, uh, you know, you when you plug it into your unit that moves your boat, that that your signal lights work and the tail lights, because a lot of people. People fish to sundown, and when you get out, oh, and you yeah. know, yeah. you know, make sure those lights work because you don't want somebody crashing into you in oh, the yeah. dark. You're right Especially about coming from uh, uh, Marshfield, where yeah. it's, there's hardly any lighting out there along the highway. Yep. It's pretty dark, <laughs> especially once the sun goes down yes, an hour or so later. Yep. Anyway, but uh, those are just uh, things to keep in mind. And uh, good judgment training uh, and experience for a lot of boaters, Rick. You know that as well as I do, so. Anyway, uh, before we take our uh, first break, uh, as uh, the St. Germain's, uh, Krypton uh, St. Germain, Kipton, uh, rather, St. Germain, uh, won the big uh, redfish uh, tournament this past, uh, last weekend, May, May the 20th. Uh, anyway, uh, played a big role uh, getting out there uh, along with the family, and uh, uh, their two-slot redfish weighed 15.35 pounds, good enough to turn back the rest of the 13 boat field you know they get out there at five o'clock or, or yeah. earlier yeah. to go fish out there at quintana oh, out yeah. in the bay and all you know it's a great experience for people like that and uh matter of fact uh it was uh the first first place finish uh for them the saint germains and that and uh they topped that uh 13 boat field they collected 530 bucks and uh just a good time and all and uh know a lot of Friends out there that uh, fish in that particular with K.O. and Perry, a classmate of mine, and yep. others, uh, the Amy's uh, out there. Uh, of course, Brooks Amy uh, right. overseas Craig. at uh, I went Craig. to school with Craig. Yep. Yeah, so oh, yeah. they uh, they do a good job in that. And, oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it's just a lot of fun. The redfish that uh, bit on the mullet under a parking cork, as his dad said. Of course, Caleb Evans, Bo Evans, Cody Haas finished runner-ups with the two slots that weighed 1475 for 325. Also, Daniel Prince and Jordan Morgan were third with 14.40 pounds worth 195. They also blasted uh, the biggest redfish, a cacao, winning 8.20 pounder for another 200. So, good time for all. Thought oh, there'd yeah. be maybe a few more boats out there. I think yeah. the, uh, first one, I think they have one more uh, next month, uh, or two more. They have June and July okay. before they head to their championship uh Matt, and that's going to be sometime in August. The date escapes me right now. I think the hog fights is the 27th, I think, of August. Right. And I'm not sure about uh, where it would place with the SFA uh, tournament with the redfish and all. So uh, 
congratulations to those guys. And uh, I know it's a lot of fun, but boy, you got to get out there early. You, yeah. You're up with the up with early the birds. birds. You're, right. <laughs> you're yeah. right. And uh, with that, it's and these guys are uh, hard fishermen yeah. too. You uh, almost got to beat the rooster up for that one. Yeah, yeah. and it's it, those guys <laughs> get out there and uh, they fish hard, and uh, it's a good time for them. They fish till about three o'clock when they all come in and see what uh, everyone has and all. So. Uh, a lot of fun if you want to join uh you contact brooks amy uh he's i think the captain uh this year yep. or, or the overseer and all and uh with that and uh i don't have his phone number here in front of me right now but uh there are ways to get in touch with him uh through the uh tournament so the sfa association yes sir so with that rick so uh anyway uh get in touch anyway before uh we head on for other info uh with uh the fishing and hunting show we're going to go ahead and take our first break of the morning you're listening to cane radio fm 107.5 and am 1240 we'll be back with more with cane radio's fishing and hunting show right after this locally owned and operated alamo hydraulic serves the oil business on the national scene specializing in welding grinding and hard chrome plating Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. Everyone loves pizza, and everyone loves a home run. Put them together, and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail, it's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza, and delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day, and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at Home Run Pizza, 256 5783. That's 256-5783. We have a new player on the field and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. A new carrier heating and air conditioning system from Dahl's Heating and Cooling can save you money every month. Thanks to the newest line of carrier energy-efficient technology products, you can lower your utility bill. Don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer. Turn to the carrier experts at Dawes Heating and Cooling. Call Dan, you're my AC man, today at 337-367-2511. That's 337-367-2511. License number 6286. Discover Ragin' Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning and Ragin' Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, creole sauce, seasoning, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Ragin' Cajun original recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana over the last 38 years. Ask for Ragin' Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today. Ragin' Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask them for that rage and cajun sauce bon. the hits of the 60s 70s and 80s kane 107.5 am 1240 and streaming at kane 1240.com welcome back to kane radio's fishing and hunting show tony landry along with ricky watkins and uh i noticed uh too uh of course with the legislators in session i think they're getting ready to wind down too uh in that uh bo Boye, representative bo Boye, uh 
his H House Bill uh, R3, CR3 passes and put an end to the self-clearing permit out at Marshall and the Rockefeller uh, Preserve. Anyway, State Representative Bo uh, harks back to his days, you know. He remembers uh, enjoying Marshall Island boating, fishing, oh, crabbing, yeah. Yeah. casting nets uh, to help explain why he introduced that bill near and dear to his heart. And uh, uh, a lifelong outdoorsman wanted uh, to right a wrong uh, self-cleaning uh, or clearing permits at Marshall Island Wildlife Refuge. So uh, after hearing from a few of his uh, constituents, uh, Boye took issue with the check-in, check-out language in the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. And from what I understand, the Wildlife and Fisheries weren't opposed to this bill at all. Really? Uh, yeah, huh. they uh, they supported what he was doing. Yeah. He said, uh, for example, he said uh, the cell phone service is spotty, often non-existent across uh, most of uh, Marshall Island. And it doesn't make sense for boaters without a cell phone service to have to pick up and travel five or more miles away to check in at the station or the area. Yeah. You know, I mean, so when you think about it, you know, uh, with that, and he said something simple like checking in and out could be a pair for some uh, of our people, and I'm glad uh, to be able to resolve it with a resolution. Something so small can be a big pain, he said. Louisiana lawmakers agreed uh, with him, and the House current current resolution three passed unanimously on uh, May the 18th. Boyer was pleased, and as he was proud, and uh, this is he stated, this is a sportsman's paradise. We need to let people enjoy it freely. Yeah. He also said uh, the following day, uh, meanwhile, the regulation before HCR 3's uh, passage read, a self-clearing permit is required for all activities on the department administrative lands, including wildlife refuse. Boyer's bill amends the rule to exempt users from having to secure a self-clearing permit each time out, either uh, the marsh or the wildlife refuge at uh, Rockefeller. Uh, so with that, so uh, anyway, good to hear and all. Uh, uh, it was uh, adopted 100 to nothing. You know, on April 25th by the House and sent to the Senate, it sailed through uh, the Senate Natural Resources Committee, getting the thumbs up from the Senate, also 35 to nothing. So uh, anyway, uh, just good to hear and good to see and uh, uh, for the outdoorsmen here uh, in about, uh, I know it's been a few years since I've been through Marshall Island, but uh, yeah, me too, Tony. It's, yep. it's something to behold, too, when you oh, see yeah. all the wildlife out there. And oh, you, yeah. you don't realize how many deer are on that island, right. too. Good fishing, also. That, that's right, especially you get out to the mountains, you know, yeah. on the backside. So, uh, but Marshall Island, uh, uh, just good to see in here with the Southwest Pass. I think there are some, it could be some areas 190, 200 feet deep, too, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the tide moving. So, uh, with that, anyway, good to see, good to hear with uh, Representative Boye. Uh, Taking that out, you know, he mentioned he remembered going out to the dance, the dams uh, with his dad and getting stuck in the shallow ponds and yep. no deep uh, cobra, cobra they had. But oh, uh, yeah. anyway, it's just uh, something nice that uh, it's something good to hear. And uh, anyway, uh, uh, just an important bill for the outdoorsman, too. So hopefully there's a few other things he can address, too. I'm not going to get into <laughs> right now for uh, for the outdoorsman here in Louisiana. But uh just a nice uh, uh, a bill to have through. Elsewhere, just a little news. I missed this last week. I wanted to talk about it a little bit. But Brock Dago, along with Vincent Soprano, uh, sharing to Brock Dago here at New Iberia, they're, uh, they're, they'll be traveling to South Carolina to compete in the National Bass Fishing Tournament mid-July. 
Of course, they belong to the Catholic High School fishing team uh, members, uh, and they earned this prestigious berth uh, in the first Sunday in May with a uh, seventh-place finish in the junior division of the 2023 Strike King Bassmasters High School Series held up there in the Red River. Uh, the four bass they carried uh, to the digital scale weighed uh, a little over five pounds. They punched their ticket to the 2023 Bassmasters. And these are kids you know, between the second and eighth grade. Yep. And I saw a picture of them uh, recently, and they're youngsters now. Uh, so hats off to them. Uh, they're going to get an experience of a lifetime uh, as they're going to head to South Carolina uh, July 21st to the 22nd at Anderson, South Carolina, the weekend uh, before the striking Big Bass Masters High School Championship. And uh, anyway, it's good to see youngsters like this get involved in fishing at all, Rick. And, oh, uh, yeah. Start them out young. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And uh, what an opportunity for these two young men. Of course, uh, I'm sure their parents will be with them uh, in that regard oh, uh, no doubt. on yeah. these tournaments. But uh, uh, just uh, something to see and, uh, you know, how we encourage youngsters uh to be involved in fishing and all and uh i know that barry riding gun clubs gives out those uh lifetime uh uh fishing licenses you know oh, yeah. the Iberia riding gun club fishing tournament uh which will be held next month but uh we'll get maybe one of their representatives on to talk about it a little bit and oh yeah you hope so yeah that's right so uh they've uh sure like to get a few more people involved with the Iberia riding gun club but going back to dago and, and soprano uh hats off to them uh uh, I want to say it might have been uh, uh, their first year as a team together. So uh, who knows uh, what they can accomplish and uh, as they get more experience and all as youngsters. And uh, who knows, we might be talking about them like we do Caleb Summerall one yeah, day you're right. in that regard. So good luck to Brock and, uh, and Vincent as they journey to South Carolina uh, approximately, uh, I guess, what, about six weeks from now. Okay. They'll then, be hunting for uh, yeah, uh, well. Maybe bass, they'll, they'll, you know. They'll, uh, they'll get on them. That, that's right. So uh, just as always, exciting to see about that, these youngsters uh, being uh, having an opportunity to fish uh, in a big national tournament too. So uh, uh, hats off to them. Anyway, uh, something uh, to talk about too is that uh, with that, you know, Louisiana has a Monetary Game Thief Award, and uh, they, it, it's not really uh, – uh, snooping or or, or uh, turning in somebody for cash, but when you see people illegally hunting or doing things they shouldn't be doing, that uh, and I don't expect you to go out there and count the number of ducks or fish they catch, but you know when you see people just 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 breaking the law, just uh, and with no uh, remorse or anything, uh, that's what this is for. Yeah. And the Louisiana Operation Game Thief, uh, Louisiana Wildlife Crime Stoppers Program, they paid out almost $8,000 to diligent citizens statewide at their meeting uh, a week, uh, two weeks ago in Mansura. And the board reviewed 19 cases that included public tips from informants. A total of 29 subjects were apprehended, and a total of 92 offenses were written in regards to the reviewed cases, Rick. And the cases reviewed and awarded money to the public for their assistance. And that included turkey hunts, deer hunts, migratory game birds, fishing cases. Yeah. And, and if you wish to report a wildlife fisheries violation, and it's going to be anom- anonymous, uh, to call a tow, 24-hour tow line operation, especially seeing people hunting with yeah. it, you know, deer at night. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's just and they probably don't have a license to go with. And, uh, and, re- and granted, it is snooping on uh, maybe your neighbors or friends or whatever. But, you know, this was brought, this particular uh, operation, Game Thief, 
was uh, brought in and instituted in 1984 and provides cash rewards for information leading to the arrest of violators of fish and wildlife regulations, funds to raise through private donations, and the court-directed contributions and through contributions from cooperative uh, endeavor agreements and organizations such as the National Wild uh, Turkey Federation, Quality Deer Management Association, and to make a donation to the L-O-G-T. And, of course, that's the Louisiana Operations Game Thief. can be used for cash rewards. And contact uh, this uh, Lieutenant Will Roberts. Of course, he can be found. Uh, his email can be found on the Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries uh, site. Uh, look, you got to negotiate it through a little bit, Rick. And even though it's snooping and maybe turning in, but you yeah. don't see that when they do it, uh, I mean, right. and just know they're breaking the law. Uh, yeah, Tony, I seen the other day on social media a guy from Alabama was shooting seagulls on the beach. I mean, really? Yeah, I was going to talk about that. He had them lined up on his tailgate. I yeah, mean, that was over in man. Cameron Parish. Yeah, you, from, I mean, from Alabama, he yeah. comes to shoot seagulls, and I think he yeah. took down some great herrings yeah. and, and herons and uh, other man, uh, uh, birds and some other things he killed. I mean, you just on. wonder what crosses some people's minds. Yeah, you know? to drive from, let's see, a family down in Cameron. Yeah. but There ain't no telling. Yeah, to drive down there and start shooting uh, uh seagulls yeah. i mean duh and a uh, bunch of them too yeah, yeah kind of pitiful man yeah, kind it of is. pitiful you're right anyway uh tides today here on uh friday the 26th we're gonna give you four mornings since uh memorial day uh uh monday is a holiday a national holiday yep. anyway today friday the 26th of may the sun rose at six ten. and it's going to set tonight at eight o'clock so uh cool Almost uh, 12 hours uh, yep. uh, of, uh, or 10 hours at least, uh, sunshine. No, 12, excuse me, 14 hours of sunshine. Right. Anyway, the low tide, the, the first low tide will be at 2.30, uh, uh, was at 2.30 this morning. The next high tide at 11.59. Tomorrow, Saturday, the 27th, the sun's going to rise at 6.09 and set at 8.01 in the high and low tide chart. The low tide will be at 3.25. The high tide will be at 12.18 p.m. Sunday, the 28th, uh, the sun's going to rise at 6.09, set at at 8.01, the high and low tide chart. The first low tide will be at 4.25 a.m. That's Sunday morning, Saturday night. And the next low tide will be at 7.58 uh, Sunday evening. The only high tide of the day will be at 2.31 p.m. And then Monday, Memorial Day, uh, the sun's going to rise at 6.09, set at 8.02. In the high and low tide chart, we see that the first tide will be at 12.19 a.m. Of course, that'll be... Uh, 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 Sunday night, Monday morning, the next high tide at 12.39 p.m. The first low tide will be, and that's on Monday at 5.34 a.m., and the next low tide at 7.44 p.m. Monday <clears> evening. <throat> Average water temperature out in Southwest Pass, Vermilion Bay, uh, 77 degrees. Rick, yep. uh, it's not too, too, too bad. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, Rick, as always, uh, these Fridays uh, are the reason that we're here, are these fine people. You're right, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors, Heating, Cooling, Coke. Coca-Cola, Home Run Pizza, and our new sponsor, Raising Cajun Seasonings and Foods. And our motto is always, kids that hunt and fish don't steal and deal. 